different caucuses, different approaches to hate speech. And a DA says three police officers were justified in the shooting and wounding of an armed man. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Wednesday, December 13th, and this is being recorded at 9.17 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. Support for the Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. You can check out the details at visitlancastercity.com. So let's get started with today's episode. St. Paul's United Methodist Church and State College is joining the Reconciling Ministries Network. That's a group meant to promote inclusiveness of all sexual orientations and gender identities. Sydney Roach is with our friends at WPSU and State College, and she reports the decision comes months before the United Methodist Church is expected to reconsider its controversial ban on same-sex weddings and the ordination of gay clergy in the church. Since the United Methodist Church voted to uphold what it called the traditional plan four years ago, thousands of churches have decided to leave or break the rules. That's according to the United Methodist News Service. St. Paul's and State College is still a United Methodist Church and follows its rules. That means the church does not perform same-sex weddings or ordain gay clergy. Despite that, St. Paul's church officials say it is open to everyone in the LGBT community. Greg Milanovich is a senior pastor. He says the church hasn't discussed leaving the denomination despite disagreements. When we disagree with something, our MO isn't to just run away and leave. It's to be a part of the family and find ways to continue to work it out. Milanovic says the United Methodist Church is meeting in the spring and he expects the denomination to reverse its 2019 decision. He adds since St. Paul's move to join the Reconciling Network, several people have thanked the church for taking a stand. Well, state lawmakers are introducing legislation to tackle hate speech in schools. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports both parties are introducing bills that deal with the issue in different ways. Democratic Senator Art Haywood of Montgomery County embarked on a tour of Pennsylvania college campuses beginning in April 2022 and ending last month. He says he learned of numerous acts of hate speech. Students reported that their uh, white peers were using racial slurs casually. And that one group of students chanted the name of a song that's traditionally linked with the Ku Klux Klan. Haywood's legislation would give the Human Relations Commission more authority to deal with acts of verbal abuse on college campuses. Over in the House, Republican lawmakers are introducing a package that specifically deals with anti-Semitism. It would have anti-Semitism recognized as bullying in public colleges, increase Holocaust education transparency in public schools, and create an anti-Semitism awareness day. Leaders in Lancaster are stressing the need for new ways to raise revenue for the city. Jade Campos is with our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, and she reports city department heads told the Home Rule Study Commission they operate with limited resources. The city has made budget cuts to prevent a deficit in 2025. A Home Rule charter could allow Lancaster to find new ways to earn revenue. That includes lifting a state-mandated cap on earned income tax, Right now, the city's only way to grow income is to raise property taxes. 
A charter could also change city government structure, though directors say that isn't necessary as Lancaster operates well with its current organization. Now, the commission will decide next month whether it should create a charter to address fiscal concerns. New data from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services details how states are using money received as part of the federal coronavirus pandemic relief fund. Nicole Leonard from our partners WHYY in Philadelphia reports in Pennsylvania, billions of dollars are flowing to support home and long-term care services. Pennsylvania is using nearly $2.6 billion to expand access to home care services across the Commonwealth. These professionals often care for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. The money is also being used to better support the workforce by raising wages, providing training programs, and boosting recruitment efforts. The funding comes from Pennsylvania's share of the American Rescue Plan Act. So state leaders say they're also planning to use those dollars to develop a worker registry that allows people in need of care to search and contact professionals directly. And Mid-State Congressman Scott Perry is no longer heading the powerful House Freedom Caucus. The leadership post has a term limit, and the conservative group is naming Congressman Bob Good of Virginia as its new chief. Perry is a founding member of the caucus and was elected chair in November 2021. He and others in the caucus formed what became known as the MAGA Squad of Trump loyalists. Perry is under scrutiny by investigators for the role he played in Trump's efforts to stay in power despite losing the 2020 election. He represents the 10th Congressional District, which encompasses Dauphin County and portions of Cumberland and York Counties. So on this Wednesday morning, when I got into the office at O-Dark 30, I went through about a dozen news sites from across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar. Maybe they cover issues that may impact you. Maybe they cover issues that impact your community or impact your community in the future. Maybe they're just plain interesting. So here's what you need to know. The Lancaster County District Attorney has determined three Lancaster City police officers were justified for shooting and wounding a man who pointed a rifle at one and fired it at the other two. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, reports DA Heather Adams calls the use of force entirely and objectively reasonable as they fired in self-defense. The incident involving 40-year-old William O'Neill occurred on November 29th after the officers responded to a domestic disturbance call. He fired at two of the officers as one exited their patrol car and then later shouldered the firearm and pointed it at the third officer. All three fired at Adams, hitting him three or four times. He remains hospitalized in critical condition. The incident was recorded on the patrol vehicle's camera and the officer's body cameras. The officers will be cleared to return to work after the department completes its own investigation to determine whether policies were followed. And a mid-state school board has violated the state's open meetings law, according to the Northumberland County District Attorney's Office. The Daily Item reports the Shikalemi School District Board of Directors conducted a secret ballot vote for president and vice president during a public meeting on December 4th. District Solicitor Mike Levin was not at the meeting. The DA's office sent the board a letter notifying members of the Sunshine Law violation for failing to publicly announce members' votes. It asked directors to remedy the situation in a reasonable amount of time. The Shikalemi board, by the way, was cleared of a Sunshine Law violation last month after the district attorney's office originally said they violated the act when they hired an assistant superintendent.
Just a reminder that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, I ask that you share it with your friends and your family on your social media channels because you can play a big part in spreading the word about The Morning Agenda. So tell me what is the one song you are thinking about today, maybe singing along to in your head, of course, not out loud in the office. Let me know what song that is on Twitter. I'm at TLambert895. You can find me on Blue Sky under that handle as well. And be sure to check out this month's Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, December 2023. And there you will find my pick for today. It is Pavement's indie classic, Summer Babe. Support for The Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. Be sure to check out the details at visitlancastercity.com. And that, my friends, does it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm, of course, your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Be well. Enjoy the rest of this Wednesday, and we will talk again tomorrow.